When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up everybody, welcome back to another episode of 442, once again this is your boy Christian and um, yeah man, thank you guys for coming back for another episode, I think we're like close to the 75 mark already, so you know, thank y'all for you know, staying with us and stuff like that, so also don't forget, check out you know, social media, 442, Twitter, Instagram, and a whole bunch of other stuff, which I'm not going to mention because, I, honestly, I haven't gotten on it in a while. Like the Discord or the Twitch or whatever. But uh, there's a couple of videos on the YouTube channel. So you can go and check those out and, um, you know, just give it a thumbs up, like, whatever. Uh, I think we're at 64 subscribers on the YouTube channel. So, you know, we're getting there little by little. You know, making it to the 100 mark. So hopefully we'll get there someday. But as of now, you know, we're doing good stuff there and, uh, you know, just coming up with more ideas and more places to go play, um, you know, and check out. So you guys, you know, just doing a little video about it so you guys can kind of check it out and, you know, you guys know where you can go play uh, some soccer, you know, around the city. Uh, just to, for a little heads up or what the last video was about is that I actually went uh, to go play some futsal with the guys and a couple of ladies uh from houston town so they're like so david reed so shout out to david he uh he's the basically the creator of this thing um he wanted to basically bring the futsal culture you know back into the united states in a way you know it's not as big as it is in other countries uh, so, you know, he just got really into it in like 2015 and, you know, kind of decided to bring that into the U.S., you know, as a as a soccer fan himself. And, you know, he just started, you know, putting together, you know, a couple of places and stuff like that. And now he kind of secured a place um, Lutheran North High or Lutheran High North. It's somewhere in like 610 and Ella Boulevard. So, you know, if you just, you know, Google not Google, but if you go to Houston Town's Instagram, you can or Facebook group, you can actually find it there. And they play usually every Tuesdays and every Fridays. Um, I know that they're. I think he's looking for more locations to go play like street soccer. So if you're into that, you know, check that out as well. But you know, shout out to everybody over there. Um, you know, they play for like two hours. I was super tired after that first hour, but it's a really good environment. You know, everybody's pretty chilled. I uh, got to meet a cool pe. You know, some cool people there. Uh, and yeah, man, it doesn't matter what kind of level of skill, you know, as long as you, you have kind of have the heart to go play and, you know, you kind of want to have a good time and, you know, have some fun playing some, uh, some futsal, you know, I would highly recommend you go check that out. So shout out to everybody over there at Houston town for, for the love and, and, uh, for, you know, letting us go play for, for a time and, Looking forward to go back. Honestly, I was super tired, but it was it was really really fun. So, looking forward to go play um, one of these days. You know, going back to Houston Town again and playing with everybody over there. But 
The main reason, well, not the main reason, but, you know, one of the main things that we do here at Cuatro Cuadros is obviously talk about the Houston Dynamo. So, with the MLS, you know, coming back and uh, the Houston Dynamo having another uh, fighting chance to kind of stay alive in this playoff race that, you know, seems kind of far, far away a little bit, you know, just because we are about 11 points away from the last spot in the West, uh, you know, right now. Well, I don't understand how, well, it says that we are eliminated, so just kidding. So I guess with the loss or with the win, who played today? I'm looking at the MLS standings right now, and it shows that we are eliminated. So, well, I guess, guess what, guys? We are not in the playoff race. I probably should have checked that before. But uh, but it doesn't matter. I think we are still in the in the run for you know Copa Copa Texas. Uh, so you know we are as of right now we are the best team in uh, in Texas. Even though we do have an extra game, so uh, kind of makes it kind of hard. But you know we have uh, well no that's overall in in the season. So actually, it doesn't matter how many games that we have played there. But we do have a game coming up next Sunday uh, against Austin, Texas, where I'll be going. It's gonna be my first game as an away fan, uh, you know. So I'm very, very excited to actually make the trip over there. I'm actually traveling with the supporter group. Uh, the Houston Dynamo actually is providing a couple of buses to take a few people out there, so I'm actually riding with them, and it's gonna be a really fun experience. I'm not, I'll, I'll probably record some videos on my phone and stuff like that, but I'm actually gonna go and enjoy being a fan for the first time in a while. Um, I'm very like I always wanted to do it, but you know, I, usually I go in as press as media, so obviously it doesn't give me the the chance or the opportunity to go and like hang out with the supporter groups, you know, and chant and jump and, and do all that good stuff. But on this one, we're gonna go all off, and you know, we're just gonna go scream a little bit, come back with no voice, and you know, just just have fun. But it's gonna it should be a good game. The first time we went to uh, Austin. We, we lost. It was kind of like a shitty game for us. So this time should be redemption. And hopefully come out of there, you know, lifting a, a, a local cup. You know, a, now that we have uh, Austin in the mix, you know, with Dallas. We have the the cannon. But now with Austin in the mix, we have a cup, Copa Texas. So, you know, hopefully we'll be able to, you know, beat them over there. And, you know, have a little something for the season. You know, not have it go completely to waste. But, you know, it's going to be fun. But um, I was, well, actually, I was looking forward to this uh, Atlanta, Atlanta, LA, LA Galaxy game that is coming up here on Wednesday. But, of course, you know, if we are eliminated, I don't think there's a lot to uh, to kind of play for. But, you know, there's still um, pride and, and hope and, you know, finishing off the season the best way, you know, you can. So we only have a few games left. Uh, we have... Let me see here. We got LA Galaxy coming up on Wednesday at home. And then we go on Sunday to um, to Austin. And then I think we have a couple of more games. But I'm pulling it up right now as I speak. And while we do that, I wanted to talk about the game that we just had last Saturday. So last Saturday we received here... 
in Houston, PN, PNC Stadium. They changed the name uh, from VVVA, which is extremely hard for me because I can't pronounce my V's, V's and B's. Uh, but it's gonna uh, PNC Stadium should be easier. And we actually got to play against the number one team in the West, which is Seattle Sounders. So you know, not, a lot of people are not we're not that excited. Oh, actually, so we got sorry. Going back into the schedule, so we got LA LA Galaxy uh, coming up on Wednesday at seven thirty. We got uh, ATX uh, Austin over there at Austin on Sunday, and then we come back the thirty first, which is another Sunday at two p.m. Uh, here at home against Colorado, and unfortunately, I'm gonna be at work, so that's gonna suck because it's the last game at home of the season. And then in November, we only have one game, which is away at Montreal. So we are coming to an end. We only have a couple of weeks left, which is very sad. And uh, but you know, next season, I'm very excited because I'm thinking of doing a lot more things next season. So hopefully, everything goes well. But you know we'll, we'll get there. we'll talk about that whenever we get there. But um, but yeah, we still have four games left in the season, and let's talk about this Seattle game a little bit. So against Kansas City, which was a long ass time ago, we lost uh, over there. I didn't get to watch it unfortunately, but I heard we kind of put up a fight a little bit. But you know Kansas City being Kansas City, they kind of whooped it a little bit. And then a lot of people had that same feeling that was going to happen against Seattle because, you know, they were the first, you know, number one team in the West. You know, usually, you know, they put a good show on no matter if they're home or away. And, you know, the Houston Dynamo had been on a weird, you know, kind of trend of like not knowing what you're going to get type thing. You know, they were going for his gump on us. Um but, you know, surprisingly enough, well, not surprisingly, because I think the Houston Dynamo has been playing really good. Uh, you know, obviously the results, I've been saying it all season, the results are not the best. And they are not probably, they don't probably reflect reflect the type of play that we've been playing. Or they don't reflect, um, I don't know, good things, obviously, because we are not in a good spot. You know, especially being eliminated already uh, for the season, um, for the playoffs. But I think, you know, the Houston Dynamo now nowadays kind of plays a little bit better soccer than they have at least last year when I was following them and the previous year before that. And I think we kind of saw it against Seattle. Seattle had a few moments where they, you know, actually had control of the ball and moved the ball around. But I think overall, Houston Dynamo dominated this this game. The first half, it was kind of like, you know, kind of half and half. But I think the second half, that's where we kind of went off a little bit. And we hit the post like four times and, you know, we were, you know, we were just going at it and we kept attacking, 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 attacking. And, you know, and it was, it was very intense and it was a very well played, you know, soccer game for, for the Houston Dynamo. And towards the end, it kind of, you know, we, I think everybody saw that darkness kind of sit in whenever you know uh, Seattle got a free kick in minute 94 of 90 of five minutes that were added, and that ball hit the post. And I think you know, as you know, as we say in Argentinian, I guess you know, los huevos se nos subieron a la garganta, which is like it's kind of very graphic if you know if you kind of translate it. But basically, the translation is like you got so worried that your nuts went all the way through your throat, which 
in English sounds kind of weird, but in Spanish makes a little bit more sense. So basically, we're everybody got worried type thing, you know, and got scared. But uh, Fafa and uh, well, Quintero, obviously, he has been, you know, the man of the match for the, the for gazillion last, like, he's been playing really, really good. And obviously, he had a, you know, probably the, the goal of the week. And uh, he had a great assist from a uh, from a free kick to uh, to what's his name Ruti, who you know he had been you know struggling with scoring. So you know, luckily for him, he was able to get to get a goal on. And luckily for us, you know, we were able to see a Quintero that was inspired and a Quintero that was on fire, and you know, had a great game overall. And so let's just start from the beginning kind of a little bit, which the beginning was a little weird because, you know, the formation was a little bit off. So we were going to go, you know, with three in the back, kind of like five in the midfield with, with the wingers, or I guess you can say a line of five in the back, whatever, however you want to see it tactically or whatever. But Junkwa on the left and Dorsey on the right, they were both going to be, you know, those attacking guys that, you know, kind of go up and down. And then we we're going to have Tim Parker, uh, Sarek Valentin, and Teenage Hadebi uh, sit back, you know, in the back and kind of defend against, you know, Will Bruin. They didn't have uh, Rui Diaz. I think he is injured. So I don't know if Seattle had, like, their A-team, per se, if that, you know, if we can say it like that. But, you know, Seattle is Seattle, and, you know, they have good players overall. You know, being the first team or the second team or whatever, however you want to put it, and, and then, you know, you had, like I said, Junqua and Dorsey on the very, very open wide to kind of carry that ball. And then we had a really good uh, mid, like, triangle in the midfield, you know, with Vera and Coco Carrasquilla uh, kind of, like, forming the, that defensive side of the triangle. And then Quintero right in front of him, you know, as, like, your number 10, as your, you know, attackive, attacking creative um, who, you know, he had a rating of 9.3, which is really, really good, you know, with a goal and an assist. And then, you know, you had Urruti on one side kind of playing like as a number nine. And then you have Fafa kind of on the wings, you know, trying to take on, you know, whoever was on that wing, on that wing, you know, per se. But, um, uh, so the, a couple of things that kind of stood out in the beginning, like I said, Sarek being in the middle instead of Tim Parker, you know, usually if you go with a line of three in the back, you usually tend to see Tim Parker, you know, be in that middle role and then Sarek up to the right. But on this one, Sarek kind of stood back and sat in the middle and Tim Parker went to the right and teenage went to his left. Then teenage got injured or he had like an ankle problem. And then, uh, Figueroa came in. And they went to a line of four with, you know, Sarek to the right, Tim and uh, Figueroa in the middle, and then Junqua to the left. So it kind of went back to regular, the regular formation that you were used to. But honestly, that Sarek, Tim, and Teenage triangle in the back, you know, the three in the back, it wasn't that bad. I thought it was, I was actually very, very scared because, you know, I didn't know what to expect of it. But they did a decent job, you know, to kind of keep, um, Seattle, you know, kind of like, you know, chilled. Obviously, they were only they were playing with one, like real, real forward with Will Bruin, the ex Dynamo. So, and he wasn't able to get as many balls as he's usually, 
you know, getting because he's usually the type of nine that plays with his back against the goal type, you know, drop off the ball to his midfielders and just kind of go for that second ball. And he did that a couple of times, but he wasn't able to do it too much, which is really good. And then, you know, Coco and Quintero had a really, really good, you know, partnership in the midfield. Uh, I think, you know, that could be something that could flourish if we kind of keep it going for the next season or two. You know, that would be great. You know, especially with Quintero saying that he would love to stay here in Houston, which is a really good thing. And uh, and then, then with Ruti, you know, it was a, it was a really great play from Ruti. Uh, and Quintero, who actually said that they had talked about that play the night before, which, you know, it's it's cool to see that, you know, we can make something out of these, you know, these set plays because, you know, these set plays can change a whole entire game. And, you know, you got to kind of have to, you know, take, or I was going to say take provecho, like, like a Spanglish, dude. But you have to, you know, take advantage of all these things that you get, you know, you get your way. And that was like a perfect opportunity for Quintero to, you know, chip it over the wall and for Ruti to get it on a one time, you know, and just kind of switch it to the other side of the goalkeeper. Um, so, you know, it was a, it was a really good, uh, a really good goal, a really good play that they had kind of put together. And then, of course, Quintero's with his, you know, his own goal in the minute 20th or so. You know, showing his own personal skills, you know, take, you know, little sombrerito, a uh, little whatever you call it in in English, but a little sombrerito that we call in Spanish. And then chopping two guys, you know, cutting left, cutting right, and then putting that ball in the back of the net with his left foot. You know, a true, a true golazo. And then, uh, we, you know, we, everybody got kind of weird when Seattle scored in the minute 40. Uh, to kind of put it to one, so we were like, you know, this second half is going to be, you know, it's going to be intense because, you know, we are usually, we we are used to seeing the Houston Dynamo kind of, you know, in those 2-1 situations, you know, we kind of drop the ball and kind of give those, you know, those, those games away. And I think we were, you know, I was worried at least, you know, coming into the second half because, we have in some games we have been a team of two of two like halves you know like we play one half really really well and in another half like really really bad and it's just kind of like like are we playing with two different teams or like you know what's going on or whatever uh so i was kind of worried about that but i think we play the second half a lot better than the first one which is really really good because i was able to keep you know that two one different like i said we hit the post four times in the second half alone um which meant which meant that we you know we created you know plenty of um opportunities and let me see how many shots on goal did we have um let me see here so we had three well i guess and not that, 13 shots but three on target eight off target uh we we hit the we hit the post fourteen times or not fourteen times four times shots inside the box thirteen so you know we we had a pretty good a pretty good day you know when when it came to like shooting or trying to put the ball on on target type thing and, you know it's just it didn't we weren't able to get it um, but yeah I mean, other than that, I think, you know, we, let me see, let me see my notes real quick. We'll play very well, moving the ball around, 
we just you know need to finish the chances that we create. Uh, Quintero hit the post from a Chilena from a low bicycle kick, so that would have been badass to see. Imagine a brace with two badass goals. Uh, Sam Junqua off the crossbar, um, and then Dorsey off the post, and then Ruti again off the post. Like kind of every five minutes, we were hitting the post. It was a, and it was a, you know it was a great victory. Uh, like I said, you know, at the end they got that free kick, which everybody got super scared because you know we kind of saw you know the the night you know kind of come down on us and we were like oh this is it. And even Sarek Valentin in the press conference he was like you know once I saw that ball kind of go past me because he was on the wall you know he knew that it was a really well hit ball and which that player let me see what his name is Jao Felix I think it is. Paulo, I'm, I'm just making up names right here. Jao Paulo from Brazil. He's a really, really good player. He's a really, really good player in the midfield. And, you know, he's a really good quality player in the midfield. And and he was controlling the game for Seattle. And then he had that free kick. So, uh, you know, shout outs to him, man. You know, you got to recognize what, you know, what they did. And uh, Michael Nelson had a, a few good saves, which, you know, kept the team in in the game and of course Dorsey you know always running his ass off on the right side and then the other one that kind of was kind of weird was Sam Junko Sam Junko kind of had an off day uh he was kind of lost in the first half which I don't know if it's good or bad because sometimes you know you are you want to see his name but then also you're like well you know at least we didn't see it much of him kind of messing up because in the second half he had a, a couple of questionable you know decisions but you know I guess we can just we can put that off as an inexperienced, but you know, but also, you know, he's a professional, so he should know better type thing. So that's like the only player that kind of gave me the some worry here and there. Uh, other than that, I think everybody else played a pretty solid game. Even you know, Zach Valentin playing in that back three in the first half. Uh, Tim Parker, you know, he I think he's getting a little bit better. Uh, I'm hoping to see a lot more from him. But, you know, I think he's he's doing very solid work. Dorsey, you know, he's putting in the work. And I think he has earned that spot on that right side. And Fafa, you know, always killing it with those runs. And always fighting those balls. And, of course, you know, what can you say about Quintero? You know, he's he's been a pivotal, like, player and moment to this team. Like, there's a before and after Quintero. So, you know, it is what it is on that one. So, But other than that, guys, you know, uh, I think... We can go ahead and close it down here. It was a really good game. Uh, very excited for you know well for this LA game on Wednesday, uh, which I'll probably get to watch none of it because I'll be at work. Um, but you know, very excited for this Sunday. Hopefully, you guys are able to make it to Austin. You know, it's a two and a half hour drive type thing. It's on a Sunday at four p.m. They just move uh, pushed it back an hour. But if not, you know, it's going to be televised nationally on ESPN, on ESPN Deportes. So, you know, we're going to be on national television, you know, playing for that one last chance to get one last happiness to all the fans. So hopefully they can make that happen. But, you know, at least I guess, you know, if we can't make it to the well, we, we're not going to make it to the playoffs. We're already eliminated. But at least, you know, we can give the fans a Copa Texas, you know, something to kind of be proud about. Uh, here in the state, at least, you know, a little bit of happiness and a little bit of, uh, 
kind of putting a little bit of intrigue, you know, going on to next season and to see what's going to happen. But other than that, thank you guys for listening. Once again, I appreciate everybody, you know, sharing and subscribing to all the social media stuff. Um, I appreciate all the comments. I appreciate, you know, all the things that you guys, all the good things and nice things that you guys say. Um, I appreciate all the criticism as well. But thank you guys for everything. Y'all have a good uh, day, night, morning, whatever it is where you hear this. And yeah, man, I'll see you guys on the on Sunday if you go. If not, you know, say what's up. And then if not, you know, we'll see you guys next week with another episode of Cuatro Cuatro Dos. See you guys later.